Hello, hello. I want to welcome you to a special episode of the Landre Agbolwaje Show. Episode 27, Secret Societies, series number four, The Rosicrucians. Today is especially special because I am a member, a proud member for many years now of the Rosicrucians. So I hope today to give some insight into the workings of this secret society, the Rosicrucians. Enjoy. The Rosicrucian Brotherhood has had a remarkable effect on esoteric groups, secret societies for the last 350 years. As is so often the case with secret societies, it is important to search for the symbolic truths in the alleged history of the original Rosicrucians. Did the Brotherhood literally arise as, as described in the Rosicrucian manifestos or are its origins even more mysterious and complex? In the early 17th century, three intriguing documents were published in Germany, collectively known as the Rosicrucian Manifestos. These were the Fama Fraternitatis in 1614, the Confessio Fraternitatis in 1615, and the Chismisch and the Chemical Wedding of Christian Rosencruz in 1616. They were the first that anyone had heard of the Rosicrucians. All three documents were anonymous. The Fama Fraternitatis tells the story of how the Rosicrucian Brotherhood came into being. It relates how the tomb of Father CRC or Christian Rosencruz, literary Rosicruz, was discovered in 1604, 120 years after his death at the age of 106, born in Germany in 1378. He had traveled to the Holy Land, Turkey and Arabia in the city of Damkar, possibly Damascus, he was taught by Muslim sages and mystics. Now a man of great esoteric learning, he returned home to Germany where he gathered together a few like-minded men and founded the order or brotherhood of the Rosy Cross. They would become an invisible college of enlightened men. The second manifesto, the Confessio Fraternitatis, appeared in the following year this document affirmed the Brotherhood was Christian and very clearly Protestant, for it condemned not only Mahomet, that is Islam, but also the Pope for their blasphemies. It said that the members of the Brotherhood were skilled in learning in medicine and brought good to the world through their teachings and their work, even though it was hidden, it strongly condemned charlatans who brought alchemy and astrology into disrepute. The document invited people of like mind to join them, but warned, therefore it must not be expected that newcomers shall attain at once all our mighty secrets. They must proceed step by step from the smaller to the greater and must not be retarded by difficulties. This is the basic characteristic of all secret societies that members proceed slowly 
but surely through the mysteries. The third manifesto, the chemical wedding of Christian Rosencruz, is very different from the first two manifestos, although it contains much symbolism of red roses and crosses and is clearly connected to the earlier documents in some way. It is a long, complex, highly symbolic tale in, in prose and poetry, an allegorical romance of a personal spiritual journey, told in much the same way as John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. The story is divided into seven chapters, telling of Christian Rosencruz's journey over seven days. While praying on Easter Eve, Christian has a vision in which he is given an invitation to a wedding between a king and a queen. On his journey, he has to pass through a number of gates, which are obstacles in his way, to progress from each stage to next. With each success, he receives new insights. On the fourth day, he witnesses the wedding as well as a funeral and a resurrection in a wonderful castle full of marvels after which his journey and his testing continue in order to bring about the work. The fable can be interpreted in many ways, one of which it is that it relates in symbolic form the alchemical process. The sixth day actually describes alchemical work in some detail. This can be divided into seven stages including such processes such as sublimation and distillation, the uniting of the king and the queen or bridegroom and bride in the alchemical wedding is only one step along the way, but the entire journey is one of personal transformation. The members of the brotherhood were skilled in learning and in medicine and brought to good to the world, as we currently still do till today. Even like some of this work that I'm doing currently, putting out literature, putting out esoteric texts to the world, no one is paying me for it. It's a work that people that are dedicated to a task like Rosicrucians do. Scholastics, scholars. Rosicrucians mostly are scholars because we are always in school. We're always being given monographs, being given manuscripts, being given texts on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. You know, we're, they're, they're always checking up on us, you know, supporting us with, with messages, supporting us with spiritual prayers, supporting us with spiritual vibrations, supporting us with, with connections in society. Because everywhere and anywhere that you hear of Rosicrucians, it's, there's, there's, a, there's a pride there, you know. It's a proud thing to be a Rosicrucian. So I'm, I'm, very, I'm very privileged to be a part of the Rosicrucians. And I must say... It's getting to the point where I should say one or two things about how influential they have been if I've not already been saying. So, for instance, the Rosicrucian group support me personally by sending me monographs every month. And my monographs are sort of like my detailed sort of assignments for the, for the month. You know, my readings for the month. You know, because they check up on us every, every time. Every week they send us motivational texts. From the, from the group, from the support group, from Ancient Mystic Order, Rosicrucics, that mystics should read, mystics should learn, mystics should reflect on, things that we reflect on. So every week that is sent, that is a very big motivation, you know. Aside from the, generos the generosity that we, that we give towards the organizations by supporting them with our, with our fees, our, our membership fees, we can also donate 
to the to the group to the Rosicrucian group. We also do we also have meetings. We have monthly meetings or any meeting any other time when even like the the events on Eventbrite for instance for the Rosicrucian groups in Toronto they they host events support events where you come to you come to learn you come to mingle you come to socialize you come to uh ritualize you know we we perform some of our rituals in the temple so there's room for you to come to the temple to be in a sanct in a in a sanctuary to be in a place of sanctity so there's room for you to do that for you to see other people that are rosicrucians that believe in some things that you believe or in most things that you believe as well and you'll be surprised or not surprised if you're a Rosicrucian you you do know that we are scholastics across many many responsibilities in society many people do many multiple things in society like myself a musician an author a BIPOC advocate an environmentalist uh, you know uh, what else you know like uh, a scholar, still a student, still learning, pretty much. So the Rosicrucian group is a very big support group. Look at it as that. It's a support group. I know it's an esoteric cult. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm of no. It, it is in the. We're talking about secret societies, are we not? So I. I am aware that I am part of a secret society. I am aware that I am part of a cult, and I am proud of it. To be especially part of these these guys, the Rosicrucians, the 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 esoteric support group that allows both women and and men. So even though I said these guys, they also these girls and these non-binary and these two S L G B T Q group two spirit. We have members from all all forms of society, all forms of most most of our leaders in the past have have been leaders in high ranking positions in society, and they are still high ranking positions in society in today. As you heard, the modern Rosicrucians was over three hundred and fifty years ago, but we can trace our history, our lineage to the to the Egyptians. To, to to the to the Egyptian kingdom, the kingdom of Egypt, and most of the knowledge that was got from there has been passed on to our group, and they trickle it down through the members, and they pass on messages to the whole world through the members through their own direct links. So I think I, I I've said a lot. At least you know that that shows some insight into the group. In terms of what we do personally and how I'm being supported by them, I do, I am supported by so many other things. Like I do other things like music, like uh, like writing, like poetry, like even sports. I'm, a, you know, I go to the gym. You know, I, I play basketball. You know, so I you know I get my cardio even. Like I I do fast walking. I do jogging on the streets. Like you know, so wherever I can, I do multiple things that are like a support group for me but being part of the Rosicrucians for about seven years now or so is is one of my biggest supports is one of my biggest accomplishments in life that i've been able to to go steady with the group for these number of years 
and I'm proud to, to still say that I am proud to continue. I have sang songs, I have done albums, I have posted pictures, I have, I have propagated our culture, I have, man, there's so many things that I've done that I'm still doing, like what I'm doing right now, about talking about Rosicrucians in so much depth and so much emotion and so much pers personality, you know, and persona with the, with the subjects. You know, I've penned many things down, you know, I, 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 my, my fashion line, my clothing line is dedicated to the Rosicrucians with the symbols of the, of the cross and the rose on the, the cross, the, even though it's an upside down cross, it's just to show how twisted my mind is, I guess, on some level. And, you know, you have the cross, it's still a cross upside down or, or overside or under. Or, or well done it's still a cross right so and then you have the rose on on the on the eye as well you know so my clothing line is a dedication to rosicrucians i have sang songs about rosicrucians about blessed blessed being blessed by destiny to be rosicrucian my latest album that i'm putting out that i just put out yesterday is a letter to rosicrucia you know, like I, I am proud out there on Twitter, on everywhere that I can, that is social media available. I put it out there that I am a member, a proud member of uh, of the Amok, the Ancient Mystic Order Rosicrucis. Ancient Mystic Order Rosicrucis. So, I would just like to say one more thing, that I am blessed by destiny to be a member of Rosicrucians. And... I implore you to do a lot of research before you join any groups, any secret societies, anybody calling themselves a cult or secret society, you have to tread with care, okay? And it's not everything that is meant for everybody. So go do your research and figure out which secret society is for you if you are interested in that kind of knowledge. Because at least from all the things that I've been saying about the secret society, you can see some of them have advantages, some of them have disadvantages, like every other thing. So it's up to you to decide what you want to do with your choices. You know, I'm just giving you insight as being a member of the Rosicrucians, a current member, you know, and an active member, a proud, you know, proud member that is a society that you know, sings and, and writes and says, propagates everything about Rosicrucians, you know. So, anyways, going back to the reading, I'm just going to read one more part about the, since I've spoken about the manifestos, the three manifestos, I'm just going to talk about the, I think the offshoots, the Rosicrucian orders today. So there's a there's there's a part here that says the Rosicrucian orders today. So let's so let me see if I can do some reading about some of the things here on this page. And maybe that can give some insight as to what we are like today, being Rosicrucians. Enjoy. So Rosicrucian orders today. Today there are many competing Rosicrucian orders, both in Europe where Rosicrucianism originated and especially in America. From the writings of some American Rosicrucian groups, it would almost appear that the United States was founded and nurtured by Rosicrucians, and that it represented the establishment of the Rosicrucian dream. 
but in reading the literature from any esoteric organization, it is wise to treat accounts of their historical lineage as at best symbolic. It is not unfair to say that many esoteric organizations from the 17th century till today have made up their history in an attempt to claim authenticity, that they and they alone are the true successors to the Brotherhood of Christian Rosencruz. The original Knights Templar or some other early organization, the lineage, however, spurious, is like the false provenance of a unique antique chair that was made last week. It grants authenticity for those who do not inquire too deeply. The following represents a selection of some of more prominent Rosicrucian orders today. There are many others, some with the word Rosicrucian in their name and others not. Some large, others small, some with impressive websites, others keeping themselves more private if not secret. All in one way or another owe a debt to those who went before. American-based groups. The Fraternitas Rosicrucis or Rosicrucian Fraternity based in Pennsylvania was founded in 1922 by Ruben Swinburne, climber 1878-1966. It was based on an earlier organization, the Brotherhood of Ulysses, a sex magic group founded by Paschal Beverly Randolph 1825-1875 in the year before his death. The Brotherhood of Ulysses continued as a small organization under Randolph's successors until Clymer joined it and turned it into the Fraternitas Rosicrucis, dropping the emphasis on sex magic. The FRC claims today that it was founded by Randolph, who had been given his authority in 1856 by Eliphaz Levi in France, becoming supreme master of the Western world. The Rosicrucian Fellowship was founded by former Theosophist Max Heindel, born Carl Lewis von Grashoff, 1865-1919. According to the group, Heindel, having been found fit to receive esoteric teachings, was given instructions as to how to reach the Temple of the Rose Cross, which was near the border between Bohemia and Germany, and there he was given teachings by elder brothers. In fact, when Heindel went to Germany from the United States in 1907, it met and was greatly impressed by then-German leader of theosophy, Rudolf Steiner. A century later, there is still controversy both without and within the Rosicrucian Fellowship about whether Heindel took some of the teachings in his foundational work, The Rosicrucian Conception, 1909, from Steiner. The Rosicrucian Fellowship sees its purpose as disseminating the esoteric doctrines of Christianity in line with the original Rosicrucian precepts. Today it concentrates greatly on healing through what it calls invisible helpers. The Societas Rosicruciana in America is an offshoot of the American branch of the Societas Rosicruciana in Anglia or Sock Ross, an English Masonic order immensely important for what is endangered. Also called the Society of Rosicrucians, Inc. and the Rosicrucian Society of America, the American SRIA was set up by George Wilmslow, plumber in 1909, specifically to open up its esoteric teachings to non-Freemasons. It is by no means alone in claiming to be a lineal descendant and in America, the branch of the society, the first formulated by Christian Rosencruz, 
the esoteric pseudonym of a spiritual leader and adept who was born A.D. 1378 and died 1484. Probably the best known Rosicrucian order is Amok. That's the order that I'm a member of. The ancient mystic order Rosicrucis. That's my membership. That's my membership team. Sometimes called the Rosicrucian order. Amok was founded by Harvey Spencer Lewis, 1883-1939, who was given his authority to set up an order by Theodore Rios, the founder of the Ordo Templi Orientis. In 1915, Amok itself was set up in 1925. Lewis was taken to court by R. Swinburne Clymer in 1928 over his use of the word Rosicrucian. Clymer claimed that only his order, the Fraternitas Rosicrucis, was entitled to use it. The court decided that the name Rosicrucian was in the public domain and could be used by anyone. Each side accused the other of being fake with Clymer rounding on Lewis because of the OTO origins of Amok. As the boastful preferring imperator with his black magic, sex magic connections, ignoring the sex magic teachings of Pascal Beverly Randolph, the supposed founder of the FRC. It may seem strange that organizations claiming to hold deeply spiritual secrets should be so litigious. Furthermore, both FRC and Amok have suffered from schisms and defections over the years. Today's Rosicrucians are no longer small, secretive groups. No, we're not. Now they are large corporations openly recruiting their members through advertising. The authors of the Rosicrucian manifestos will probably be both baffled and horrified at what they had unleashed on the Western world. <laughs> I think it's best to end that with a laughter. <laughs> The Rosicrucians have taken over the world. On that note, we leave it there. You know I'm a proud Rosicrucian. You know what we've done for the world. You know what we're currently doing. You know what I'm currently doing as a Rosicrucian. So let that be your judge. Judge us and let that be. You know, we'll take our gratuity in heaven, inshallah. Until next time, you've been listening to the Lion Regular Show with your host, Lanyu Agbolwaje, also Olanyu Waju Agbolwaje, that's my full name, Olanyu Waju Agbolwaje, if you must know, is my full name, Lanyu Agbolwaje is my name, my authorship name, so until next time, you've been listening to Lanyu Agbolwaje, aka Olanyu Waju Agbolwaje, aka Bad Guy The Alchemy, until next time, take care and God bless. You've been listening to the Landry Agbolwaje Show.